Cherry Pop Horror. Hello and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob and in this show we tackle all things horror. Be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically. If it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we'll be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or follow us on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. This movie was a blast. Oh my god. It was I, just <laughs> I love it so much. It's my Halloween movie, even though it's not really a Halloween movie. No, it's just said I when you said Halloween movie, I was like, do we need to save it for like a Halloween episode? No, not at all. It's just got those little horror elements in it that make it, I think, a good fit for the podcast. It's just <laughs> such a, it's such a fun time. And it's we've done some very serious movies. Yes. <laughs> so like I'm glad to have like <laughs> a break. <laughs> And seeing Tom Hanks and, and Carrie Fisher and stuff like that, I just know, they, they own it. They do. They own they this do. movie. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, even, what's his name? The poster boy for the 80s, uh, 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 Feldman. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yes. Even having him in it. I knew I, like... I knew I recognized him as well. I yeah. just couldn't remember his name. I've got a note for it when he, when he first gets introduced. And I was like, is that... Is that is that a frog brother? <laughs> From the Lost Boys? The Lost Boys, yeah. And Goonies? I've never watched the Goonies. <gasps> oh my god. And, but I, I'm going to pause the podcast right now and watch the Goonies. <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to be one of those movies that you know people are like, oh, it's the best thing you'll ever see. And then you watch and you're like, yeah, I can see why other people like it, but it's not for me. Right. It's kind of like, you know, I had the same reaction with like Stand By Me. Yeah, like, yeah. Really good film. I completely understand why people love it. Yeah. And but I was like, eh, just I found it a bit bit boring for me. Go- Goonies is like um a mix I mean, it a heavy inspiration uh for Stranger Things was the Goonies. Oh, okay. Um and uh, what's oh man, I had another movie to compare it to. Crap. It kind of reminds me of Stand By Me, Stand, but I, yeah, I, but I haven't say, seen it. So. It's, it's like it's like the comedy version of Stand By Me with like those. those uh, yeah, I keep meaning to one day. I'll get around to it. It's, I, it's I got good, around to Stand By Me. I will get around to the Goonies. If, if you liked this one, you'll like the Goonies because it's still it's a silly and fun and carefree. And, oh, okay, that's good. It's then. not like a serious movie by any means. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror episode fifty six. My God, over a year. I've been Ooh. doing this for over a year now. Wow, it doesn't feel like it, but it, uh, yeah, it has been. That's crazy. Awesome. Most podcasts die before the end of their first year, so I'm like, oh, I did it! <laughs> <laughs> I survived! And I'm joined by the amazing Sean for your oh, second episode. Thank you for having me again. It's yeah. Always a blast. <laughs> yeah, your first time was uh, Ready or Not, yes. 2019. Yes. Comedy, horror, great fun, and we're back to do it again. Another comedy horror, because yes. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> And I've, I've heard rumors that I should um, 
change my rating of Ready or Not. <laughs> oh yes, Dylan got <laughs> guest of the, guest of the show. Dylan, who's appeared on like five or six episodes now, was very mad that <laughs> Sean did not rate Ready or Not higher. <laughs> But seven out of ten's good. Seven out of ten's a great score. Yeah, like ten out of ten, Citizen Kane. <laughs> Those movies. Yeah, you gotta re- leave room for genius. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, yes. Welcome back to the podcast. So, um, tell me, have you ever had a strange neighbor? Ooh, yes. Uh, so, um, growing up, uh, we had a house that. How do I explain this? We two two houses were next to each other, and they were all families in church. So, like that family, our neighbors ended up moving, and we had an English family come in for a while. But then the house was bought by the um, state, and it was oh, used okay. as a halfway house, which is um, or a women's halfway house. So, women who are fresh out of prison or oh, a correction right, facility. Okay would live there uh, right. in a group home um, like to, trying to, to rehabilitate rehabilitate yeah, society and stuff like, like that, that. that transition to getting the jobs and stuff yeah so there were always exciting things happening next door <laughs> fights that we could hear on the deck uh, and you just have to kind of just, turn yeah, the TV up a bit exactly, louder exactly <laughs> exactly like, I don't hear anything just just crazy crazy things sometimes and I mean I'm, some of the it's so it's funny, but some of them were probably mental problems, but they mm. like run up and down the street in their underwear and scream and stuff like that. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, very interesting neighbors there. <laughs> this was in America, was it? Yes. Yes. yes yeah, yeah. Where in America are you from? Uh, um, <clears throat> I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina. So in North Carolina. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I was born in St. Louis, but we moved there when I was kind of like three or four. And then I moved to Nashville and... Because you've been in New Zealand quite a while, haven't you? Yeah. Um, February was 13 years. 13 years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. I came in 2010. I think I've... Well, see, I moved here when I was 30. So I've been, I've been here 15, 16 years, something like that wow, now. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, most of, my, most of my years have been here. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I really had any weird neighbors in England, which is... <laughs> supposedly where i should have weird neighbors but no it didn't happen mm. i did my the last house we lived in before we lived here i think i've told this story in the podcast before we we had a we we uh, my partner and i were just watching watching supernatural whatever like that <laughs> we just hear this wailing and we're like is that from the is that in the show <laughs> and then we paused the show and it kept going <laughs> and we ended up like running down the street and and stuff like that and uh, some of our other neighbors were out as well and it was coming from one specific house and this lady across the road was like oh yeah she's on she's on some stuff and because it sounded like someone had been murdered or something oh, like that it was wow. that kind of scream wow. like i just found a body kind of scream. yeah yeah so i ended up calling in like a welfare check with the police yeah as you should just to check on them and i was yeah. like I'm just i'm hearing some disturbing screaming yeah <laughs> please can we just check on them Ooh. and then a couple of days later we we drove past and i think the same lady was like walking around in a bathrobe pushing over traffic cones oh, okay just down the road and yep. i was like okay yep she may be on some stuff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest name. I generally, I'm, I'm, and I don't know, in America it's quite a big thing to like get to know your neighborhood and stuff. Is it? Yeah, kind of. It depends. Like, my, my parents still live in that house actually. Um, that neighborhood, it was, it's kind of one of those like on the border of 
so the the railroad tracks, so to speak. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like behind the house was kind of. I mean, we'd hear at least one gunshot <laughs> a month because <laughs> you know America. Because <laughs> America, yeah, guns. Yep. Uh, and then like it depends on the kids as well. So like. <clears throat> Uh, the way that our street was like, there's, it was a really steep hill, not as steep as the one in Dunedin by any means, but, Mm. um, there was, ours was the third house on the start of the street and the first house, there was a a kid who was maybe a year younger than me. Right. And so we were friends from school. Um, so like we became friends that way and then. By proxy, the parents became friends. Yeah, that's the only reason, um, like, I got to know my neighbors in England was because I was, like, I went to school with their kids person, or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm pretty sure in England the polite thing to do is just not talk to your neighbors. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which, which is probably why I you just gravitated keep towards <laughs> UK humor and, and like, even here in New Zealand, like, people are friendly here, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, but you like, just kind of, you nod at your neighbors. Yeah, yeah, you don't want you don't to invite them around. how you doing. It's just yeah. how you doing, meaning hi. And you go, oh, fine. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. That's it. That's, all, That's, we it. Want. That's all the interaction you need. And yeah. I like that. I'm a very I'm quite a solitary person. Perfect. That way. I need my I need my space. <laughs> well, talking about neighborhoods, this week you brought along a very fun movie. Because <laughs> this week Love this movie. It was my first time watching The Burbs from 1989. Mm. All Tom Hanks wanted was a quiet vacation at home. This is what I need, Carol. I I need this. Welcome to Mayfield Place. A typical street in the Burbs. Morning, Walter! Where nothing much ever happened. Walter's dog just took a dump on Rumsfield's lawn again. Until the Clopex moved in. Clopex? Clopex. Clopex. No one goes in, no one comes out. Neighbors from hell. It was a nice place to live. He said he thinks the Clopex are evil incarnate. Well, you're much too smart to fall for that, aren't you, honey? But now... Carol! You wouldn't want to visit there. Ray, this is Walter. No! The Burbs. I'm going over the fence, and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. Ray, do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? We got a real problem. I hit the gas line, I'd run! God, I love this street. Tom Hanks. I think we are overreacting. No. The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. Hey, honey. I think we should move. I was five years old when this came out, so I remember watching it. I was probably a little older, maybe six or seven, so, uh, but... There was there was a couple scenes where my parents were like, "Oh, you should cover your eyes," blah blah blah. But now, like as an adult, I I've told you this before. Every Halloween, I watch it, even though it's not a Halloween movie. It's yeah. just it's just the perfect. It's like a Halloween comfort movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that security blanket. And I, yeah, I can completely understand why this movie was fun. Mm. It's just fun. It's a great time. Well, so we we open, we get some strange sound effects <laughs> before uh, the music eventually kicks in. Yep. Which is great. We zoom into America from outer space, down to a small town, down to a street, down to a house. Great model work on this. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that when I watched it last night. Because it reminded me immediately of Beetlejuice, yes, as you do. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but 
like I, I was like, huh, that's just like a whole model set, and then they yeah, they built the neighborhood yeah. and then just made the camera go around it. It was very cool, it and it it um it kind of you know jumps into the the real life footage really seamlessly actually yeah going from the model to the actual footage yeah, it was really like really good on that tree and i was like wow that was really good that was a good transition and also the organ music that kicks in yes. as we as we as we hit the model of the neighborhood i just put oh this is this is extremely beetlejuice it <laughs> <laughs> just goes and you're like yep yep 80s yep yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, we look over to a very haunted looking house where some strange lights and sounds are coming from the basement it's like mm-hmm. a I don't I in my head I was just like is this a sci-fi movie <laughs> we started in outer space and now I'm hearing some things that kind of sound like a spacecraft trying to take off yeah <laughs> it kind of sounds like a UFO no <laughs> exactly um yeah strange lights and sounds coming from the basement uh ray next door the neighbor played by the amazing tom hanks oh we love a tom hanks movie (laughs) at this time he was still actually america's dad (laughs) he's young in this he looks so young i I did the math he was 33 he was 33 when this came out wow he gets out of bed uh his wife's telling him like come come back don't just leave it but he goes outside to check what's going on with the neighbors. He stands on the street looking at the strange house with the construction sounds or whatever it is and the flickering lights. Yes. Uh, across the road, someone watches him lighting a cigarette. And I was like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Is this an entire neighborhood of weirdos? Because <laughs> <laughs> someone across the road is just Question watching. To be later. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> arguably, yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Ray, Ray stands on the boundary between his and his neighbor's property. And I love, there's like a line where it's like, green grass, dead grass. Dead, dead dirt. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so comically like on the property line. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, and yeah, as he steps, a foul wind hits him. Literally, the millisecond he's over that line, it's like... It's like all the fans and hair dryers blowing on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he stumbles back onto his property line, dead. No wind, no, no, nothing. No. And I was just like, this is going to be silly. <laughs> it blows him back, and as he steps back on his lawn, the wind subsides. He laments and just returns back to his house. Yeah, he's like, oh, that was weird. I'm just going to go back to bed. Yeah, he's just like... Not worth it. I'm, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> it's oh, Tom Hanks is brilliant. He really is. Yeah. It's the little subtle things exactly. he manages to do. Like the little face twitches and the physical things that he does. It's just perfect. I mean, when the wind blows and, and like he steps back and just before he decides to go home, he's just sort of like, do I read into that? I'm not going to read into that. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I know I'm half asleep. Maybe I imagined it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just need more sleep. Yeah. That's it. We cut to daytime. The paperboy rides down the street. We're on Mayfield Place. Yes. The paperboy's throwing, obviously throwing papers onto the lawn. Throws it at Ray, <laughs> who then throws his cup of coffee at the boy as he zooms past. He's like politely reaching to, to yeah. take oh, it. Oh, is that what he was doing? <laughs> He's like got the coffee in one hand and he's like, yeah, I'm going to get the paper. And it throws it and it just hits him in the stomach and falls off. So he flings his mug of coffee at the kid as he runs. And I was just like, oh, that's fucking funny. (laughs) That's very funny. Um, Another guy releases his dog. This is Walter. We'll meet Walter a little bit later properly. He releases his dog, Queenie. Queenie. 
um, after the paper boy almost hits him with, with a paper. <laughs> I think is he actually releasing the dog to attack the paper boy, or is yeah, it yeah, just he, to... he, he does? I think like he almost hits him, and and then he like puts it down and is like get him or something like that. <laughs> get him. But it's like this tiny little bichon thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it'll never catch the kid on the bike. No, it'll, if it does, it'll just be like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, that's it. Just a small little lap dog. <laughs> a tiny little lap dog. He carries around called Queenie. <laughs> the dog goes to another lawn and takes a massive dump. Yes. <laughs> I thought this was Ray's lawn at first. So, so did. So, yeah, I watched it again. Yeah, watching it again, I forgot. And it's yeah, it's it's uh, um, Mark, the lieutenants. Yeah. Mark, Mark's. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Uh, Queenie returns to Walter. Ray shrugs it off and heads back inside. Uh, he does this throughout the movie, where he just watches shit and is just like, like okay, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going back inside. Uh, a boy arrives at one of the houses with paint. Um, does he own this house? It's kind of it's, insin- his, it's his parents' house, and apparently they're away on a trip. Right, I was wondering, because yeah. I was just like, is this just an 80s thing where, you know, you get out of college and you can buy a house? <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's, at, I think later on, the girlfriend is over. Yes. And he's like, said, he's like, no, we don't need to go to a movie. I, I won't go too much into the deal up there. But mm. she says, oh, are you, sh-? so she says something and he's like, no, I told you my parents won't be back till next week. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. Okay, right. So he, he doesn't own this house. Oh, that makes yeah. me feel a bit better about my life then. I feel like the writer was probably like, I need to explain why this kid is alone. In- <laughs> why, why this teenager is alone yeah. and has a full house. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, um, my, my noted big bold letters. Hang on. Is that one of the Frog Brothers from Lost Boys? Yes, yes it is. It is. It's, it is. What was his Corey? Corey Feldman. Feldman. That's right. Probably, arguably, one of the top five or three child actors of the 80s, I would say. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'd put him, um, Sean Austin. Oh, yeah. Um, and, well, and then, like, you've got your River Phoenix. Um, when did Leo know to... That was 90s, wasn't it? Leo yeah, as a kid? I'd say probably 89, early 90s. Because mm, what was it? Uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape? That was... That was... Yeah, that was 91. 91, that's right. 92, this is just... Yeah, because Johnny Depp was already me. sort of established yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. I Does he still act, Corey Feldman? Do you know? Not so much. Like he does. I think they did like a Lost Boys, like two thousand and one movie that he was in. Oh, was it called The Lost Tribe or something? Something like that. It was. It was. It I, was I don't even remember watching it. I, like I maybe. I, saw I remember watching it and not thinking it was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I think he gets turned into a vampire in that one. And then I, I don't know. I think he does like a lot more reality TV and stuff. Like oh, that. really? But he was really big on. Um, uh, uh, like during the Me Too movement. Oh, he, wow! He was uh, really vocal about stuff that happened to him in the eighties as a child actor and other child actors. So wow! He was like a really big champion for good this, on him, which is good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely speak up about that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he blasts rock music as another neighbor exits their house to raise an American flag. Yes. Uh, they salute the flag, and this is the lieutenant Mark, and who I thought was his wife, but it's not his wife. Yeah, girlfriend. Um, or... No, uh, niece, I think. She calls him uncle. Oh, I never caught that. 
Yeah, I think she... Because I was very confused. Yeah. At first I thought they were husband and wife, and I was like, wow, he did well for himself. Yeah. Uh, he steps back to salute the flag and steps immediately into the dog shit. Yeah. Uh, he marches <laughs> off to Walter's house, and back inside, Ray watches the commotion laughing. <laughs> Queenie took a shit in Mark's lawn again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Mark's going to go yell at Walter again. <laughs> He's literally just standing there like, uh, uh. <laughs> And Carol, Carol, his wife, is just like, really? Yeah. This is what you're doing? <laughs> His wife Carol is played by the amazing Carrie Fisher as well. Yes. God bless. What a what a cast. Yes. <laughs> Laughing at the lieutenant. The the lieutenant threatens Walter's dog, saying, you know, if he takes one if that if that dog takes one more shit on my lawn, I'm gonna cut its tail off or something. Like something that? like that, yeah. Something like Some that. Some kind of pet threat. Pet, uh, pet threat. <laughs> Don't do. <laughs> Don't do pet threats. No, no pet threats. Those are worse than human threats to some yes. people. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch my fur, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ray suggests they move house to, due to their crazy neighbors, not to mention the Copex who've just moved in next door. Yes, the Copex. Is it Copex or Clopex? Clopex. Clopex. Yeah, yeah. There's an L. Yes, Clopec. I think it's Clopex. Clopex. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that the other neighbors are just they just start shit with each other, yeah. which is kind of fun. I mean, Ricky doesn't really start shit. He's just there to watch it. Yeah. It's like the greatest TV show he's ever watched. Yeah. He's just watching his neighbors. <laughs> Carol sighs as Ray isn't going to eat the breakfast she made. This is kind of sad. She's like slaving away and stuff like that. She's like, are you actually going to eat any of this? And he's like, oh, no, I don't think so. And she's like... <sighs> <laughs> She says Ray is going to be bored for a week because he's taken a week off work. Yes. And then go back to work even worse than he was before. Yes. And he explains he just wants a chill staycation. Staycation. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, to be honest, that's my preferred holiday. Same. Same. Going, I find, like, traveling stressful. It depends. But even even when the fun bits, like, yeah, there's stress involved in it because you're like, oh, I got to be here this time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a couple of weeks' time, me and my partner will be taking a trip down to Dunedin yes. for the first time, which is going to be lovely. And I'm so glad to be taking a trip, and I'm so glad to be seeing, like, my friend who lives down there and everything mm. like that. But I, ha- I made sure I took an extra couple of days after we get back to, to reset. To rec- yeah, I have to have at least one day after a trip. Yeah, like so I can, like, like, just recoup. settle and, yeah. like, reset my brain, because I'm like, okay, I don't need to be, like, in this, I don't need to be in someone else's house, and yeah. I don't need to be social. and Or you don't have to, like make the most out of every moment because like you're like oh i'm not here all the time i need to do this and that and that and, yeah, yeah you could just sit at home and like chill. i'm just gonna watch some tv or play a or, game today or look out the window and watch the neighbors <laughs> yes. watch the neighbors beat the shit out of each other <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes he says yeah he just wants to hang out around the house and relax yes we see ray's dog vince as a man with a gun emerges from the bushes uh <laughs> This is an American thing, right? It is. It is. <laughs> just people with guns. Just I was what? in my head. I was like, "It's just a BB gun. It'll be a BB gun." Nope, twenty-two. <laughs> it's a twenty-two rifle. <laughs> the man takes aim at a crow and just misses it, smashing like a porcelain owl, owl figure or something like that. Which is in the states, like you get those to scare away crows and other birds. It's like, oh, it's, do you? Yeah, it's just like you oh. put that up so that like birds come to the like. 
it scares away like uh, the small squirrels and and like rodents because right. it's predatory from yeah. eating the bird seed and stuff like that that you put out. Right, yeah. and this crow is basically just, like, standing. Just, yeah, he's basically <laughs> shitting on the idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you want to scare me away? Nah. nah. It's like when you see a whole lot of um, crows on a scarecrow. Exactly. And just like, well, fuck you. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ray runs outside to confront Art, the guy with the gun. Uh, before almost getting shot <laughs> yeah, like, he like runs out and he's like legit. oh what the fuck are you doing and like the lamp behind him goes and you're just like oh my god <laughs> Art is a dangerous man he is I'm putting this out he's a dangerous he man he is a shit stirrer <laughs> <laughs> of some magnitude like yeah. Jesus uh, and they just invite him in for breakfast so he must be a very good friend yeah, neighbors yeah <laughs> I guess so uh, we learn that Art's wife is away Oh, and that Vin, um, Vince is Ray's dog, because yes. I wasn't sure at the start. Yes. He's just there stuffing his face full of breakfast <laughs> yeah. as well. And He's got a full plate. And he goes to the fridge. And he, he goes to the fridge with ribs yeah. and like all kinds of nut breakfast. And like as Carrie Fisher, uh, sorry, as Carol walks past, he just grabs a handful of whatever she's got in the bowl <laughs> and starts shoving it down his face as well. <laughs> Still talking the entire time. The man does not know how to shut up. No, he does not. Even when he's chewing. <laughs> Even when he's chewing. Um, and they're just talking about how no one on no one on the block has met the Clopex yet. But apparently their last house was burnt down. They are the neighbours from hell, yes. he says. <laughs> Art Rummage Art continually talking at this point. Rummages through their fridge while talking about how no one has even seen the Clopex. And then sits there unwrapping a tinfoil package of leftover ribs <laughs> starts munching on that as well yes. Ray's son chirps in to say that there's three of them that live there mm. so the son has clearly seen something he says they only come out at night and he's only ever seen them digging in the yard in the backyard yeah and I was like hmm <laughs> interesting interesting <laughs> and, the oh. first seed of of what you think suspicion is tr- suspicion that's, yeah. that's the word the first little bits where they're just like they're psychos. <laughs> and you're like, oh. And oh my God, the slurping noises while oh, Art is eating. Yes. I just, I can't. Like, they, yeah, he did a very good job of being actor, gross. Of being annoying and gross. Like, yes. Just, oh, absolutely. Yeah. The actors bang on with being annoying and gross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Mark, the lieutenant guy, and I put his wife, Bonnie, but I think it's actually his niece. Yeah. Uh, work on the yard. Um, yeah, but how did these two end up together? They didn't. Yeah. Just for future <laughs> reference, we find out they, they they're are. uncle and niece, which is great. <laughs> Not judging. Yeah, I put, yeah. I put how did these two end up together? Not judging, just curious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good note. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ricky, uh, the Corey Feldman character, I love how he comments on her. He's like, hey, looking good, no tan lines. <laughs> She's what she's doing that whole like leaning over the the flower bed or whatever, yeah. talking about what she's gonna what she's gonna plant there or whatever like that, you know. And they're like, ooh, <laughs> position, and he's like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's why he watches his neighbors. <laughs> yes. Mark is mad that Walter looks so good or something like that. He's oh, his garden looks so good. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. He's commenting on the fact that you know Walter has the perfect yard with the perfect grass, and mm. you know, if I were that rich, I'd be able to get my lawn redone every yeah. week and all that shit and yeah Ricky compliments Bonnie's lack of tan lines <laughs> good job with those tan lines yeah and she smiles and she's like oh yeah and she's like oh thanks 
Mark was... We learned that Mark was the man smoking a cigarette the night before. Yes. He was watching from across the road. Yes. As as Ray failed to confront the neighbours on the... <laughs> on the weird noises. On the weird noises and flashing lights. Yes. And comments that Ray didn't have the guts to do anything last night. Ray shows Art his new set of tools. Yes. Such a man thing. <laughs> Come is. to my garage. Like, I got a new set of tools. Oh yeah, did I show you the new tools I got? <laughs> I was so expecting when, when I was just like, oh, so you're going to build something with that? I was expecting Ray to just be like, no. Because <laughs> that's what always what happens. Yeah. Like, you buy new tools and stuff like that and then they the just sit in the garage. <laughs> you might bring it out if something breaks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Art is checking on the Clopex house when he sees someone exiting the front door. He calls over Ray and he's like, well, what is it? And he's like, it's my neighbor. <laughs> it's my neighbor. <laughs> it's some gingerhead kid, probably yes. early mid twenties, something say, like yeah, that. Something like that. He's got full mutton chops going on. Yes. <laughs> and uh, suspenders and what looks like scissor cut off suit pants <laughs> oh my god i hadn't even picked up on that yeah they, they do look like that like, like they've been man tailored <laughs> tailored with a pair of scissors yes, from the kitchen yes <laughs> he looks very sort of um ding 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 yeah it's very appalachian hillbilly looking yes very much so in this very sort of picture perfect-esque suburb mid middle uh midwest suburban area very middle class people wearing like cardigans and doing their gardens every day that kind of thing and then we've got this sort of this house that sticks out with all this dead grass and this hillbilly looking ginger kid wanders out the tree is dead there's no leaves on it (laughs) dead it's literally like if you took the adams family house and just sort of put it in the middle of a supper yes exactly (laughs) not that big though it's not quite a mansion no uh everyone on the block block gawks at the mysterious stranger (laughs) ominous organ music plays as as he steps out of the house (laughs) he strokes his his beard while looking around and art suggests that ray go introduce himself (laughs) and they just spend time arguing about over who should go and introduce themselves he's like well why don't why don't you go see him you're his neighbor no no you're his you share a property line with him you're his neighbor neighbor he's like but you're across the road that's still a neighbor (laughs) and the clopet kid picks up his paper and scurries back inside he looked almost scared is what i thought yeah i think it's not implied very well but i think he's like noticing everyone staring at him and Mm. he becomes very self-conscious very quickly (laughs) and just grabs his newspaper and sort of scuttles back inside (laughs) and of course because ray and art have been arguing this this entire time neither of them said hello to the poor young lad nope so art calls ray a chicken for not talking with his stranger Yeah, chicken. Uh, and his, his uh, Ricky and then Ray's son are in the background, and he starts saying things like, oh, you're looking like a, a chicken in front of your boy, and all this oh, stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that's yeah. what, like, flips the switch in Ray's... And Ray's just gets yeah. mad. Yeah. Ray's just mad. Ray, mad at art, suggests that they both go and say hello then. Yeah. Everyone is watching, waiting for them to knock. <laughs> they walk up the pathway, ominous music plays, the wind blows, and we get close up of close-ups of all the neighbors faces including queenie yeah it's a very very um homage to like the good the bad and the ugly where it's like just the just, just the, the face spaghetti western music and then like zoom in on all the eyes and then they go so straight to funny. queenie it's so <laughs> funny and it's so like overly dramatic it's so good 
Because, like, they step, admit, the second they step onto that property line as well, it's like, brrr, the organ music kicks yes. in, and the wind howls, and then we get these close-ups of everyone being like, my God. They're going to say hello to the, the neighbor. <laughs> and I love the close-up on Queenie as well. That that got a chuckle out of me. Because it's the last one as well. Like, like Bonnie, Mark, Walter, Ricky. Queenie. Queenie. <laughs> this little Bichon pup. Yes. <laughs> Art falls through part of the decking as he steps onto it, yes. which is very good. Oh, great! You're breaking their porch. Yeah, it's like, like well, I think just... we, we should sue them. Yeah, <laughs> like, we should sue them for this. It's like uh, '80s America. <laughs> is that not what America's like now? Have they put in? Have they finally put in laws that you can't just sue people for everything now? No. <laughs> no, you no, can still do you that. can still sue people now, but now that it's less suing now, it's more like I'm gonna film you, put you on the internet, and cancel you. Right. I think I think that's replaced the suing. I have heard about frivolous lawsuits as a thing. I've, I've yeah. got like um, I watch was it Legal Eagle, the YouTube channel. He, so. he does like legal talks yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and he did to talk about like frivolous lawsuits, which is just where somebody with more money wants to screw over someone with less money. Yes. So they just continuously file frivolous lawsuits that don't mean anything until the other person runs out of money. Yep. Because regardless if you like win or lose, you have to pay the court fees and all those fees and the lawyers and yeah, you had still have to pay the court. And yeah. I was like, that seems like bullshit. That yeah. that is America. So it's just like, so it's just a case of whoever has more money wins. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Well, I mean, it got someone in the the presidency. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> Like if you if you file a frivolous lawsuit and it's found to be frivolous, you should be forced to pay the legal fees mm. for filing and wasting the court's time. Yep. Like okay, whatever. Yeah, I agree. We'll it's... not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's a whole nother discussion yeah. on on the po- politics of America. That's, that's another fifty six episodes. <laughs> uh, Ray knocks on the door. The vibration changes the house number to six six six. Yes. Perfect. And I was just like, and the way they like snap to look at it is like, oh. <laughs> they knock again, which I don't know. Something falls off the wall. Is it the is it the the number, the house number? I, I think I think the whole thing comes off. Yeah. Yeah. The whole plate with the house number falls off, revealing like a bee's nest that's inside <laughs> the wall, which sends the pair of them running. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than someone being attacked by a swarm of bees. It's, it's so slapstick as well. Yeah. Because it happened in such quick succession as well. We had art falling through the fucking porch. Then they knock and the house number turns to 666. They knock again and get attacked by bees. It's just like, this house is just cursed. Just don't touch it. Um, Mark tries to run a hose to them, which of course has limited range, in which he ends up like almost clotheslining himself. Yes. So he's flat on his back on on his lawn now. <laughs> he's like, "Run to me!" Run yeah, to me. <laughs> yelling at Art, at Art and Ray to to run to him so he can hose off hose off the bees. Oh, it's so slapstick. It's so funny. Uh, Art and Ray get hosed down while rolling on the lawn. I think it's it's Tom Hanks. It's Ray who's like face down in the lawn, yeah. just going. Burying himself and the hoses and, both and of them. Mark is just hosing them down trying to get rid of the bees and oh there's that loud bike again um, 
Ricky runs over and admits that the same thing happened to him when he went over last week and he got attacked by a foaming squirrel. It's foaming squirrel. <laughs> and I was like, it's, what? What is this? What's going on? <laughs> that whole section there sets the tone for the movie. <laughs> yes, it's going to be slapstick and it's going to be silly. Yes. <laughs> and I am perfectly okay with this. <laughs> and we get we get Mark's line, in Southeast Asia they call this kind of thing karma. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a little taste of what Mac was like in the 80s. <laughs> a little taste of, of Mark as a character yes. as well, where he thinks he's way more cool than he is. <laughs> Because he's, yeah, he's a military man. Yeah. Um, that night, Carol and Ray argue. Ray takes the, decides to take the dog for a walk. We hear strange noises from the Klopex house. So he heads in the other direction, going to Art's house instead. Yes. He's, yeah, he says, let's go the other way tonight. Yeah, let's so, go the other way tonight. And this, literally the second he gets to Art's house, he just lets the dog off. Yeah. Because it's not to walk the dog. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and him and Ricky are drinking beers. Drinking beers. Strange to be, I don't know, it's just why what the 16, 17-year-old kid hanging out with a full-grown man drinking beers on a porch. <laughs> I mean, art is art has the ch- heart of a child. That's so. that, it, <laughs> Possibly yeah, the brain of a child as well. Sense, it does. <laughs> and they're like smoking cigars as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah he says... Because uh, specifically, Ray's not allowed to smoke cigars at home. In the house, I think. In the house. Yeah, you can do it outside, but not inside. Yeah. And he, he did, I think he does say in the earlier scene, I'm just going to smoke some cigars. Like, what yeah. he's saying, he's just going to relax around And Carol house. gives him a look and he's and like, he's not in the house. Not in the house. Yeah. So he goes over to Arts to smoke the cigar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ricky talks about a movie about a guy who owned an apartment that was a gateway to hell. And maybe the same thing is happening here. And I was like, do you know what, at this point, sure. Sure. <laughs> I was all in for sci-fi because it sounded like a UFO was trying to take off in that basement. But (laughs) if you want to go with Gateway to Hell, I'm all in. Take me. Yes, yes. (laughs) Art talks about when he was a kid, back when no one locked their doors. They would, uh, they walk the street as they talk. And he, he talks about a neighbor they once had, someone's house that used to stink. One summer, this guy who, oh, who used to make milkshakes yeah, down the road or something like that. Like his... a, um, they call it a soda fountain, which is, again, kind of a... Is it like a, uh, a, a soda diner kind of thing? Midwest suburban thing. It's basically just like a... Like a uh, like a kind of like a diner, but more like burgers and chips is it, and Is it like cream? the diner in, in Greece? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Like, you don't really, like, there's not really seating or anything. You mm. just get, like, your food to go. Right. Okay, mm. cool. Uh, yes, who, who went mad. And I love that he says, you know, he used to live on Elm Street. Yeah. And I was like, is that a nod? Is that a yes, nod to Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, is. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, one, you know, he was like the picture perfect, you know, picket fence man and everything like that. And he worked every day and people loved him and... and but then his house started to stink to and pe- people started hanging pine tree air fresheners from on their porches. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that sounds stupid. <laughs> um, Art says a health inspector went round, um, didn't find anything, but told him, you know, he's got like a busted sewer pipe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something, something like that. And then there was a fire and the guy skipped the, the, the ice cream man. And we, we learned that he killed his family with an ice pick. And then burnt the house down when the health inspector came round. Yeah. The smell was Skip's rotting family in the summer heat. 
Then he went back to making shakes as per normal. Yes. <laughs> for an entire summer. <laughs> yep. Cool. <laughs> I kind of wish I, wa- I want this movie too. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a cool movie. It sounds like a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Ray, yeah, I think Ray says something like, hey, I think I remember that as a kid. Yeah. 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 He, something he like. kind of validates the ridiculousness of the story. That I kind of get the feeling that from art, from what we know of art, this early on in the movie, I'm just like, you've made some of that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. At least a little bit of that is not true. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> um, Ricky says he's noticed the same sort of smell coming from the Clopex house and then jump scares Ray. Yes. He turns around and goes, and, <laughs> which makes Ray jump and he heads home. <laughs> he and Carol watch TV and play Jeopardy together. Yes. This is very cute, actually. They like, yeah, have a, have a competition between themselves. That, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty common thing. I, I think back, is it? back around then, like my parents would, sit, they wouldn't keep score like they were doing. That's a bit cute. Cause they both, yeah, they both had like little notepads yeah. and they're just like, Oh, you won, you, you got 200 bucks or whatever. Like yeah. That. yeah. It's a cool idea. It's I, a very cool idea. I yeah, like that. It's fun. I'd lose, but yeah, <laughs> cause Same. I suck at Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, Ricky and his girlfriend set up chairs on the porch and watches art sneaks across the lawn to Ray's house. Yes. This is this is where we get that line, right? Where is this where he, he says, "Don't worry, my parents aren't around." Yes, so he something like that. She's kind of complaining, like like you would do if you expect to go on a date, and your your boyfriend is like, "Um, we're just gonna sit on my porch and watch the neighbors." <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly the candlelit rose dinner you expected. Yeah, and he's like setting up lawn chairs, and he's got like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes the popcorn's the best bit yeah. and she's like can't we just go to a movie and he's just like this is better than a movie it's better than a, better than a tv show i promise just watch <laughs> why why does art have to sneak across the lawn to get to ray's house i don't know and he's like tapping on the window and then carrie fisher turns around and he like slowly ducks down yeah <laughs> she obviously I was like, saw it. yeah i was like is he trying to avoid carol <laughs> yes but then he knocks again and just looks at both of them. Yeah. And it's just like, Ray, come on, come, on, come with me. Come on. I was like, this guy's just nuts. Yeah. Just... <laughs> um, Ray, you know, exhausted by his friend, but agrees to go out and see him. He's just like, no, we're, 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 we're watching, watching TV. Like, fine, fine, fine. You know, I'll be back before Final Jeopardy. <laughs> Ricky explains that Ray is... Gr- Ricky explains that Ray is grounded... Um, as in, like, much more in tune with reality. Yes. yes. Not as in, like, he's not allowed out. Yes. Although that does happen later. Yes. <laughs> Which is an adorable scene. It's fucking adorable. I love it. No, he, he's much more grounded person. He, you know, takes in the facts he's and the thinks skeptic. about reality. Yeah, yes. he's a skeptic. That's yeah. the one. And art is more... Uh, art is more... You know, what he says about him, imaginative or something yeah, like that, something right? Like, yeah, basically, say he's kind of insinuating he's got like the mind of a child. Yeah, like, yeah. You give him an idea and he runs with it. <laughs> um, Art and Ray pick up Mark, um, who has an infrared night vision scope <laughs> to spy on the strange neighbors. <laughs> Why does he? I guess because he is a military man. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon he just uses this to spy on the neighbors all the time? Oh, probably. That's yeah. Neighborhoods like this. I guess that's what this movie is is really about uh, is just like nosy neighbors because the neighborhood's so boring that you have to find the drama. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the like mowing your lawn every day and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, yeah. Oh, I I could not stand living in a neighborhood like this where everyone needs to know your business. Yeah, I'm like, it's just go away. Awful. 
Go live your life and I'll live my life. And yes. if they intersect, then great, we'll yes. have a beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? Once a year when we have some random neighborhood thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Unless we become very good friends, but I doubt yes. it. <laughs> exactly. They watch the house as the wind picks up. I love this wind. <laughs> the wind in this movie has great comedic timing. Because <laughs> it's like the second they look at that house, it's like... <sighs> Like, it can sense them looking. Yes. It's its own character in the movie. <laughs> yeah. A humming starts to get louder and louder. They watch as a deafening sound, followed by blinding lights, blare from the Klopek's basement. Yes. Now, it is absurd enough that, like, you could call the police and it'd be okay. Yes. Like, it's a loud, bright noise that you're like... That shouldn't be coming from a house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I, I've had loud neighbors before, so much so that I'm not afraid about calling, like, noise control now. Yeah. Like, I've had I've had neighbors who were, like, played um, club music until four in the morning. Oh, and yeah. I had that for, like, eight months straight. So oh. I'm not afraid to call noise control anymore. <laughs> yes, as you shouldn't. Yeah. If you start kicking up shit, I'm calling noise control and they're going to come tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, their antenna is even struck by lightning, which I love. It's yes. very sort of Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of the vibe you get from this family, really, yeah. isn't it? It's sort of Frankenstein-esque. I mean, yeah. but a little bit of, yeah, like you said before, like a little Adam's family, a little Frankenstein. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. It's all the things creepy. creepy yeah. Ray goes to head over, but they all duck down as the Klopex garage door slowly squeaks open <laughs> <laughs> and a seedy looking car rolls to the end of the driveway this car it's like the oldest rustiest broken piece of shit yes and it literally like oh it reminds me of what was it ah oh, did you ever see uncle buck oh yeah yeah with, that car with yes yeah, uh, John Candy's car from Uncle Buck, if you've seen that movie, it's a rusted piece of shit that makes the most egregious noise ever. Yes. <laughs> it's like that sort of car, or like Definitely. the Trunchbull's car in Matilda that keeps breaking down. Yes. It's that sort of car. Yes. <laughs> it rolls to the end of the driveway, no headlights on. Um, the Klopek heaves a large black black bag from the boot and loads it into one of the trash cans, bashing it down with a hoe to make it fit as lightning flashes intermittently behind him. <laughs> I love this shot as well. It's a low-angle shot looking up at, at the ginger clopet kid as he's bashing the bag with a hoe. You can definitely tell he's working something out in his head while he's doing it. Yeah! And it's just sort of very, like, oh, I don't know, like, murder mystery-esque with the lightning flashing and everything like that. Oh, it's so funny. Um, the Klopek gets back in his car and reverses back into the garage. So the car was literally taken about a meter so he could empty the bag and then reversed a meter back into the garage, which then closes. It's... <laughs> this scene goes on and on as well. It's, it goes on for a comical amount of time. It it's great. It's really, really great. Um, Art says he can see the headlines now, you know, <laughs> murderer discovered in su su suburbia or whatever like that. <laughs> Serial killer, nine bodies found or whatever Yeah, says. this is something like that. And Ray is just like, I've never seen that. I've never seen someone yeah. use that car to drive the rubbish down the driveway. <laughs> yeah, he, even Ray seems concerned at this point. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, I've never... Hmm. That is weird. <laughs> he I think this is the point where he starts going, okay, 
Yeah, no, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> That's something. That's something. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as he's sort of voicing his concerns, the rain begins to pour on them. Art says they should check the garbage can, and Mark says they'll do it in the morning. Yes. He says, like, to draw less attention. And I'm like, surely you'd draw more attention during the day. Yeah, during the night. Yeah, it would be, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe maybe he means from the Clopex? Because it, it's yeah. kind of insinuated that they're nocturnal yeah, or whatever like that. I think that's the angle that he was coming from. Like, so um, if they do it during the daytime, they'll be sleeping in their coffins or whatever he thinks yeah, they do. Like, they'll, they'll just be the neighbours, and it's all of the neighbours looking at the garbage anyway. So Yes. Yeah, that's true, actually. They'll do it in the morning, and they all split off. Art tells Ray he was right, and he's just like, sleep tight. And I'm like, you dick. Yeah, he's such a... Such a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole. <laughs> That's it. Um, just before Ray heads uh, heads back inside, we pan over to see a silhouette of a figure looking at Ray's house from the Clopex. Yes. Someone knows. Dum dum dum. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie's so comical. It's so good. Is I think that's the same night. Yeah, because it's raining. Yes. You're probably about to get there. Um, but that's when he sees them. In, is that? Yes, yes, yeah, Ray stands from his bedroom window and yes. sees three figures in the Clopex garden digging what looked like graves. Yes. L- slightly three. long, rectangle, rectangular yeah. uh, ditches in the garden. Yep, yep. Maybe about nice. six feet long, six feet deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very odd, very <laughs> creepy. Maybe they're just building a porch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, built, they're putting a nice gazebo up. I don't something, know. <laughs> something. <laughs> and just the look of concern on his face where he's just like, okay, yeah, I need to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, the garbage men, uh, both of which I recognize from various things, they're both yeah. quite, they're both very good actors and I've seen them in various movies yeah. throughout, throughout the, but yeah, one of them, Seems to be in a cult of some sort. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> he's got like a little rainbow badge and everything like that. And he's just like, you're not listening to me. You don't understand. The great guru will, has all these crystals and he can just sense your aura or something like that. And I'm like, what? It's what? so out of place. It's so out of And it never comes up again. No, no. It's just one of the garbage men is, a, is in a cult of some sort and isn't trying to, trying to indoctrinate his friend. <laughs> It's, it's so random. funny. So random. <laughs> and he's like, oh, are you going to help or what? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Art sprints across from his house, stopping the garbage man from emptying the Clopex garbage cans. Yes, and jumps into the back of the garbage truck. <laughs> yes. He, well, first he, empty, he empties, the, empties that garbage can into yeah. the road. Yeah. The full on, like, opens up all the black bags, scatters the trash <laughs> everywhere, and is sort of rummaging through it, and there's nothing there. He was like, what did he say? Not even a nose or something? Yeah, it's like, not even a nose or a finger. <laughs> <laughs> not even a nose or a finger. Like, he was expecting to find someone, someone's corpse. Yeah. Meanwhile, Carol and Ray argue. She thinks he isn't relaxing, he's spying. Which is true. Is, yep. Um, screaming ensues. The two of them, actually, the two of them argue quite a lot in this movie. Yeah. They, quite yeah. a decent amount. Yeah. They, they scream at each other. <laughs> the son runs and tries to say something. He's like, your mother and I are having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> completely yelling and screaming at each other yeah and then the kid tries to say something and it's just your mother and I having a conversation 
Um, but the son manages to say, to you know, to tell him that Art has been going through the neighbor's trash. trash. And as soon as he hears trash, it clicks and he remembers. He remembers and he sprints out the door. On the street, Art is sat in the garbage truck, <laughs> rummaging through the trash. He's joined then by Mark, Mark. who's got half of his face shaved. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ray sprints out to join them. Yeah. Oh the my garbage, God. like when Mark comes out, the garbage man is like, oh, good, can you help get him out? And he jumps straight in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you help me with this guy? And Mark just yeets himself into the garbage truck to start rummaging. Like, and the garbage man is like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> um, there's nothing in there. Uh, Bonnie exits her house. And this is, I think this is where she, she says that she, she calls him like Uncle Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, Mark is the uncle. That makes more sense. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, they find Queenie on Mark's lawn. Come, she, kind of dirty, covered in grass. Covered in grass, covered in a bit of grime, mm. not looking quite as pristinely white as she did earlier. Yes. So, so Bonnie picks her up. And yeah, she's shaking and she's dirty. Mm -hmm. Ray tells the others that he saw the Clopex digging last night. They must have taken the body from the trash and buried it in the yard. <laughs> um, I love the, the trashmen arguing as well. Yeah. It's very, very funny because they're just like, you know, Mark's doing that whole, I pay your taxes. <laughs> That's like, I can treat you like crap. Yep. I pay my taxes and those taxes pay your wages. So clean up after me. Yeah. And he's like, the garbage man's like, because they've been dumping all of the, the trash on the Just straight street. onto the street. And it's just everywhere. He's like, who's going to pick this up? He's like, you are, you garbage man. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's your job. <laughs> and he's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, yeah, I think the garbage stays there for the rest of the movie. It does. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that garbage that they empty out onto the streets remains there, there for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Several cars drive through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bonnie asks if anyone has seen Walter. They go and knock on his door. And Ricky says they, they see someone inside, and it's Mark, who's, who's taken a panel of glass out from the back of the house or something. He's got, like, one of those spy suction cup things. And he's clearly just, like, taken a panel of glass off and climbed in. And he's like, what is it? He's like, always be prepared, or something like that. It's some It's like a soldier's shit. always prepared, or yeah. something like that. Oh, he's fully dismantled a window. It's fucking stupid. And it's at this point that you're like, who's the real villain of this movie? Yeah, yeah, you're just like, um, you are breaking into that guy. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Inside, the TV is playing. Mm. They find a tipped over chair. Mm -hmm. Mark immediately is like, oh, there was a, there a was sign a, of a struggle. Yeah, there was a sign of a struggle. And Ray's just like, there's one tipped over chair. I don't think that's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, like, through the whole thing, Ray is just like trying to be the voice of reason, look for the logical explanation. Yes. And it just does not pan out for the poor guy. No. Um, but Walter doesn't seem to be around. Ricky goes upstairs to check yeah. and Bonnie goes to get Queenie some food. Yes. Go get us some breakfast. Art pockets something immediately. Yeah, he just walks in. He like, just walks yeah. in. He's like, "Oh, I have that." And, and I then think, I think he finds like some food too because he's like chewing on something. I, I want to say, 
I think so. Oh no, it, it's a bit later, but he grabs something from the fridge and is about to eat it. That's what, yeah. It's yeah. about to eat, yeah. But yeah, he immediately pickpockets. Yeah. And Ray's just like, put it back. Can you not steal from the neighbor that we've just broken into their house? <laughs> and because our Art's reasoning is that Walter's already dead, been murdered by the Clopex, so all this stuff is going to end up in the charity shop sooner or later anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, dude! He's like, the worst person. <laughs> yeah. I could not be friends with this man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, Bonnie screams. Uh, everyone runs in and she's like, Rat! Rat! There's a rat! Uh, no, it's Roger's to. Uh, sorry, Walter. it's Walter's toupee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is understandable. It not, it's not a pretty It's not a pretty thing. Mark thinks it's, it's suspicious because no old guys leave without their wigs. <laughs> yes. Art takes a plate of cookies from the fridge. <laughs> Which is immediately smashed as Ricky <laughs> drop kicks the door to the kitchen in. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the point where Razor's like, okay, everyone get out. Get out, get out of our neighbor's house yeah, now. <laughs> before we destroy this fucking house. <laughs> we've, got, we've got fucking Mark throwing out conspiracies every two seconds. Art is fucking stealing and trying to eat all the food in the house. And Ricky's drop kicking doors. <laughs> like, Breaking these people place. are... These people are the worst. <laughs> uh, he wrote, writes a note for when Walter gets back, letting him know that he's got Queenie. Yes. It's just something like, I've got your dog. Well, the first, yeah, he's, he writes a note and then it sounds stupid yeah. to him and he crumbles it up and it just says, yeah, your first, dog is with me, Ray. Yeah. His first note is just like, we went, we broke into your house, sorry about that, but we wanted to check if you were still alive. <laughs> yeah. so, and he scrunches it up, he's like, no, 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 no. I've got your, your dog, dog Ray. Ray. <laughs> Which is very funny. Yes. Uh, he stuffs the note along with the toupee through the letterbox. Through <laughs> the mail slot. <laughs> through the mail slot. I love the idea of just shoving a toupee through the letterbox. Oh, it's because it was in his pocket. So like he puts the note through and then oh, he like puts right. it in his pocket and he's like, oh. Oh yeah, toupee. And he, like, does a double take and then slides <laughs> just it, through slides the it through the letterbox. <laughs> um they see they see Mr. Klopek, an old man. I think we learn his name is Ruben later. Ruben, yes. In the top window of the Klopek's house. Yes. Ray calls out to him and the old man just closes the window and yes. walks off. As I would do as an old man, too. <laughs> I'm going to be the grouchiest old man. Oh, and yes. Same. No, no one can stop me. I mean, I've, I've only got a couple of years until I am that grumpy old man. <laughs> I mean, in spirit, I am that grumpy old yes, man. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to have a Zimmer frame and take an hour to cross a zebra crossing and just make everyone wait. <laughs> yes. And I'll, like, drop my wallet at the first couple of hurdles <laughs> and not realize until I'm nearly at the other end. So I have to walk oh, back, pick up my back. wallet, and then go back pick again. Back the other the way. Yes. It's going to be great. So good. Everyone's going to hate me and I can just pretend that I'm just old. Yeah. You know, you can't hate me. You can't. Nope. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> that night, Carol fee feeds the dogs and their son says Ray is in the basement with Art. Yes. So she tries to check on him, but the door is locked. Yes. The pair of them are smoking cigars in the house, which they've been told not to do. Which is probably why the door is locked. Which is probably why the door is locked. Because <laughs> if Carol finds out, he's grounded. Yes. <laughs> but they're scrolling through a demonology book or yeah. a, like a Satanist book or something like that. Which, yeah, which... Of course, 
art, art has and brought with him. <laughs> does he own it or did he like get it from a library or something I, I like don't that? Know. I don't he never says. No. I'm just curious. Do you think he owns this book or I I don't see him having a library card, so <laughs> I would imagine. Burn. <laughs> Art's not the kind of guy who has a library. He is very much not. <laughs> so, but, but the thing is, we don't know anything about his wife. No. We don't know if she's a sensible human being. True. She did marry him, so she can't be that she sensible. Be that sensible. <laughs> <laughs> um. Regardless, Art is convinced that, you know, the, the, the neighbor of the Klopeks are Satanists. Yes. And, you know, Ray's just like, oh, you know, I should have just listened to Carol and, you know, because she says yeah. they're harmless and we just need to make friends it's, with them. And it's, it's kind of funny because it's like they're having two separate conversations towards each other. Yes. Because, like, neither of them are listening <laughs> to the other. Yeah. Art's like going on about Satanists, this and that and that. And then the whole time. Ray is just like, I should listen to Carol. Yeah. And I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. And uh, Art's line of, you know, why listen? Who listens to their wife? Listen to me. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you, dude. You're so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Ray chants that I'm not listening. Basically, I'm not listening. He puts his fingers in his ears and he's like, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. And Art thinks this is a sign that he's been being controlled by the Satanists. You're because, chanting. Yeah, you're chanting. You're chanting. Look, it says in the book, you know, if you start chanting, then you're under the control of the de- uh, the, the Satanists. And I'm like, fuck's sake. The Satanists are working on him. <laughs> Later, um, Carol's laughing at the demonology book. Mm. She's having a scroll through and she's like, this is fucking this is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, she laughs at how funny it is that this is how Ray's chosen to relax. <laughs> <laughs> by investigating the the neighbours. <laughs> On the TV, Ray watches a movie about human sacrifice. I don't know what the movie is. It looks like quite an old horror movie, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's kind of flipping through some old... Yeah, it looks like 1950s, horrors, maybe. Like yeah. a, a really old horror yeah. movie, it looks like. Followed by parts of The Exorcist, mm-hmm. then parts of Cha- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. His face growing more and more concerned as he flips through the channel. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a sign. Yeah. This, this is a sign. Omen after omen after omen. Yeah. <laughs> we cut to Ray asleep, face down in a pillow. <laughs> he reaches out for Carol, but she's not there. He heads downstairs, calling for her, when suddenly a chainsaw rips through the wall and he has to jump over the balcony. Yep. And I was immediately like... jump scare of the movie. (laughs) Probably only jump scare of the movie. Yeah, probably the only, yeah. And I was just like, the minute that chainsaw went through the wall, I was like, oh, dream. 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 It's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He jumps down the stairs uh, before he looks down to see the room filling with fog. His wife is calling for him. It was so nice of you to invite the neighbors around for a barbecue. (laughs) Next, we see him being tied to a giant barbecue. (laughs) As a human. Confirmation as a dream. (laughs) Yes. As a human sacrifice. I love this as well. You know, the, the barbecue is the quintessential, like, neighbor thing to do. Yeah. So the fact that he's being tied to a barbecue for human sacrifice is very comical. It's very funny. Walter emerges from a trash can, warning Ray not to let it happen to him. Don't let it happen to you. Yeah. Basically, with, with I love that he's holding Queenie, who also has a little axe, axe in her head. head. Yeah. 
Because they, <laughs> they both have little axes in their heads. It's so stupid. And they're identical, but the, the Queenie's is like a tiny miniature. Version. It's a tiny miniature axe embedded in her head. Oh, it's so stupid. We also cut to Skip, the, the ice cream killer from Art Story. Yes. Skip makes his way over to the barbecue. It's Art. He's playing the part of Skip in his dream. He's even, like, he's even less like, hey, Ray, it's me, it's Art. Me. <laughs> Ray looks up as a dagger is raised. Um, I think it's the it's Reuben, right? The old the old yes. Kopech man, yeah. who's yeah. going to sacrifice him. Sacrifice him, yeah. Because it's basically no. He has. We've seen two of the Klopeks at this point. Yeah, we've seen the the mutton chop ginger and <laughs> the <laughs> mutton chop ginger and the, and the old one and the old one. <laughs> the next morning, Ray sits clearly exhausted, watching TV, sipping orange juice. He's watching the most like family friendly thing he yeah. could find on TV. And the way he drinks that orange juice, <laughs> yeah, it's just like tiny sip, yeah, and slurp as well. Yeah, it's like. like... Like, he's seen some shit. (laughs) He's had a night. He sits on the porch, continuing to sip when Mark and Art run over. Carol walks over, saying that Ray isn't feeling well and can't come out today. (laughs) This is that adorable part. (laughs) This is that adorable part, yes. And was Art, who's just like, oh, please let him out, Carol. He's like, please let him out, please. Like, oh, can can Ray come out and play today? (laughs) No, Ray's not feeling well. He needs to stay. He needs to stay at home. (laughs) And then even, even at, like, the very end of that scene, you see Art, like... Take his foot and like kick a rock like a oh, little boy would. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> so I love the lines in this. It's so good. He can't come out until he resembles the man yeah. I married. <laughs> and then Art's response is just, "Come on, Carol. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> we don't have that time. <laughs> we don't have that time. The kind of time." <laughs> but she flat out refuses. Yeah, so, just, so just like walking away, pushing Ray into the house. Yes. Ray's grounded at the moment. He can't come out and play. I'm sorry. <laughs> Art and Mark head to the Klopex house. They sneak across the porch while in Ray's garden. Um, the dog tries to dig under the fences. Yes. So so uh, Art and Mark are at, heading to the Klopex house and. Ray's in the back garden, and, he, and right. his dog starts digging at the Clopex's yes. fence. and I think he's, like, sleeping or taking a nap. He's trying to take a nap, yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't think he falls asleep. No. 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 He's, his mind is racing. <laughs> um, Art slips something under the door before they ring the doorbell. Oh, yes. Yeah. But but they get too scared and run. Yes. They ding door dash. They ding, yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> and I think, I think that's when... Mark's foot goes through the porch too. Uh, I think that, or is that? I think that's later when everyone. Oh, that's when they're going over to their house. Yeah, Yeah. with the brownies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a little bit later. Yeah, Yeah, so nobody's foot falls through the porch at this point. No, but that will be coming again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they get too scared. They're they're just like, always arts like Mark. Mark ring the bell and he's like, "No, you do. It. No, you do it. You said we do it together." <laughs> takes his finger. They takes it. They take the finger and they do it together and then run. <laughs> Again, like little boys. <laughs> like like little kids. The door creaks open and it. Uh, we see a hand pick up the piece of paper. Yes. Art meets Ray in his garden. He was trying to take a nap. 
<laughs> and I think at this point, Ray is just like at his wit's end. Yeah. R tells him what they what they did, and Ray freaks out. Yes, this freak out is fucking hilarious. So good. <laughs> he's just like he's like, oh, I slipped a note under the door. Why did you? Why, why would you? Did you? No, no, it's it's fine. I just but you, you, but you, you don't. I, I, it's very comical and animated, and it's like Jim Carrey in the mask almost. Oh my like, god, it's so funny. all over the place. And Tom Hanks does it so well, <laughs> pacing back and forth, like throwing his arms, like he can't find the words to express the frustration. And he he, he does it twice, but this is the first time that he crushes the beer cans. <laughs> Yeah, he grabs the beer cans and just goes... <laughs> crushes them out of anger. <laughs> um, Vince, during this freakout, Vince the dog brings Art something to throw, and he does. He's yes. just like, yep, He's yep, just, there you go. Yep, yep. And I was just like, immediately I was like, calling it, that's a bone. That's a human bone, yep, I'm calling it. Yep. <laughs> uh, they... <laughs> Ray is so upset because they're going to suspect they're going to suspect him because the note. Yeah. yeah, because Mr. Clofex saw him writing a note. <laughs> and, and this is why he's having the freak out. Yes, which is a legit reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Clofex saw me writing a note and then you slipped a note under the door. So now he's going to think I wrote that note. Uh, Art realizes that he's throwing a femur bone. Well, did, yeah, just before that, he says what he wrote in the note. Oh, what, did he? Yeah, he says, he's, he's like, relax, it doesn't, it just says, I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Hanks is like, I, uh, oh, my, did you, why would you just, I stop. <laughs> oh, the freak out is so good. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yes, anyway, um, Art realizes that he's been throwing a femur bone for the dog. Um, Vince dug it up from under the fence, a.k.a. the Clopex backyard. It's official, the neighbors neighbors are serial killers. (laughs) (laughs) And and Art's immediately like, oh, it's official, this is Walter. This is proof. This is Walter. Walter. (laughs) This somehow has a bone. (laughs) Only being dead, like, one day. This is where I was just like, oh, this movie's just goofy to the max. We get dramatic zooms as they scream. (laughs) Because they realize it's a human femur. And they're like, ah! And the camera keeps going like... In, out, in, out, in, out. As they're like, ah! And then, then they stop screaming and it's like, that that was just a real moment that just happened. Yeah, they, they stop and they're just like, okay, we're done. <laughs> um, they notice a figure moving on the other side of the fence who throws something over. Art picks it up and it's a piece of ba- paper. It's the note that Art wrote and slip, uh, slipped under the door <laughs> saying, I know what you did. <laughs> Which kind of cool, which kind of makes Ray have another little freak out. I think. Yeah. Um. He runs back and into Carol. Doesn't he like run in? She's opening the front door and he like runs into yeah, the he's, door. He's running into the house and she's coming out and the screen door hits him in the face. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we cut to all the neighbors meeting up. Carol suggests that they all just need to get to know the new neighbors. Yes. And Bonnie agrees. Yes. Bonnie's like, yeah, we should stop being weird and we should just go just over and go say there. hello. I think she says, like, Carol says something like, like we should have done a month ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. is reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carol and Bonnie are just like, why don't we just talk to them? Yeah. And, you know, Ray, Mark, and, and Art are all freaking out about yeah. it. Yeah. I think Bonnie says something like, we'll find out more in five minutes of chit chat than you guys ever will spying all summer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, Art is not invited. 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just Car- the two couples. Carol, well, Carol's on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Art's like, fine, yeah. We, we, we can do some snooping from the inside. And she's like, you're not invited. <laughs> so we've got Carol, Ray, Mark, and Bonnie are going to head over. We cut to the four of them walking down the road, heading over to the Clopex house with brownies. Yes. Homemade brownies. Yum. Look delicious. They, <laughs> yeah, they get squished in a minute, but yeah, they look great. Yeah. <laughs> um, the knock on the door is echoing. It's so, so good. They're like, ding, 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 and it just goes, <laughs> and you're just like, oh. It's like, yeah, in real life, the doorknob would just be like, they yeah. add like some sound effect to it it's like boom 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 yeah to make it sound like an empty mansion or something <laughs> yeah. like that it's so funny while they're waiting for the door to be open Mark falls through the porch yes, again yeah. <laughs> smushing the brownies <laughs> oh, yeah he's the one holding the brownies <laughs> yes because he's holding he's holding the plate of brownies as the the ginger clopec opens the door yes. carol and bonnie immediately let themselves in followed by everyone else yes they, they, they're just sort of like oh yeah we just came in for a cup of coffee and literally just, just straight in, in. <laughs> inside is dark there's an eerie echo that follows everyone talking yes it's very good design it's like really subtle it's really subtle and yeah. it just feels slightly off yeah yep yeah. Uh, everyone introduces themselves, including Hans Klopek, who is our ginger mm-hmm. ginger Klopek, and Mark scares the poor lad. <laughs> because that, that whole scene with Mark, who regardless of he's talking to, it makes me uncomfortable because he is like he's getting right up in their face yeah. and, and like won't back down. And like for me that's like my personal level. Yeah, and he's saying things like, you know, we know what you did, yeah. where are the bodies? Very and like, accusatory. Not outright, not yet. I mean, he does soon. Well, but he's, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's got that tone, that yeah. accusatory tone and yeah. everything like that. Uh, Bonnie runs into Uncle Reuben, the older Klopek. Yes. Who goes straight to Ray, <laughs> and they and they just suggest that they all sit down and maybe have a cup of coffee together. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ricky, Ray's son, and Art sneak over the Klopex's fence. <laughs> Art crashing down on the other side, <laughs> followed by, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. Throw me over the tools. <laughs> Which you just see a crowbar or something fly through the air and then, ow! It's like a pickaxe. And then, like, I love the way they cut that scene because, like, right as they cut it, you can hear the kids laughing. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can hear you can hear Ray's you son the, and and Ricky just going like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts in the middle of their laugh. You're like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Everyone inside sits in silence, <laughs> deafening silence. Nothing but the crackle of a fireplace. Not yes. that I ever saw a fireplace in there. Yeah. Mark peels the wallpaper. <laughs> I yeah, I, don't, I still don't get that. Like he's just like. There's like a tiny bit of wallpaper that's hanging off slightly. It's ripped. And he grabs hold of it and he's just like... (laughs) (laughs) But he acts like it was an accident. But the whole time he was just like... Pick it out. <laughs> like, what the hell? He rips off this entire strip of, of fucking wallpaper. And this entire time, Uncle Ruben Klopek won't stop staring at Ray. No. And Ray, I, it looks like Ray can sort of feel the eyes in the back of his head. And he's just like, don't look. Don't look at him. Just don't, don't look at him. Don't look over. Don't look over. They try to make small talk. I think it's Ray who starts the small talk and is just like, 
Oh, it's oh, been it's, humid today. He's like, it's been quite damp. <laughs> in like the most, it's like uh, the most uncommitted tone. <laughs> like we've got to find something to talk about. Jesus Christ! It's like, it's like I'm gonna get shot by this guy's death stare. <laughs> yes. Um, Hans brings in snacks. Yes. Uh, sardines and pretzels. <laughs> Ruben is still staring at Ray. Um, uh, Bonnie says she, you know, I'm trying to cut down. Carol, te- Carol takes a single pretzel. <laughs> and then it goes around to Ray. And Ray looks at Carol and Carol's just like, do it. Carol's like, please take one. Gives him the nod, like, be a good good person. Yeah, be, be a good neighbor. So he takes <laughs> takes one of the, they're quite large pretzels as well. They're not the mini ones. They're, yeah, they're decent sized pretzels. The bigger ones, yeah. So he takes one of those, lays a sardine on the top <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, please. <laughs> and he gingerly eats his snack. Yes. And the mix of squelching and crunching is very unsettling. They did a good job of the sound, like, replicating yeah. the flavor. It's like, squelch, crunch, squelch, crunch. <laughs> and he looks so upset. He looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> And luckily this moan is is broken by Mark, who's just like, Klopek, is that Slavic? Yeah. <laughs> and and Uncle Ruben's like, no. And that's it. And that, no, no explanation. No, 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 that nothing point. else. No, we're actually from Blar or just no. How dare you? Nothing. Just a single word. No. <laughs> Mark comments on the structure of the house. Um, the the floor bangs back. That's right. Yeah. He's like knocking on pipes and stuff like that, and he you know stomps on, stomps the, on the floor, and then the floor stomps back. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> Ray starts uncontrollably sneezing. Yes, breaking the conversation. Well, he he's sneezing, but I think he had the anchovy in his mouth the whole time. <laughs> Because he's, he's oh, and he's choking he's, on it. He's choking on it, and then because... he grabs a newspaper and spits it all out into <laughs> oh, it. Oh, right! And he's like, "Sorry, uh, moving dust." Yeah. <laughs> oh god! Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah, so he might have accidentally swallowed it or something like that, just because Mark was making such a fucking scene again. <laughs> and we do learn that there's a third member of the Klopek family known as the, the Doctor. Doctor. Not ominous at all. No. Ray slash Mark suggests checking the basement, and we we meet Ruben's. But yeah, they mention it because Ray sort of says, you know, how's oh. how's your basement? Mine sometimes floods in in the summer or yes, something like that. Yes. Um, and Mark's like, oh yeah, we should check your basement then. Yes, and he says something like, oh maybe we should talk to the doctor. Is there something? There's something like that, and then Uncle Ruben goes. Why don't you ask him yourself? That's right. And they turn around as the basement door opens and we meet Ruben's brother, the doctor. Big shadow looming up from the basement. And then this quite short man walks out. This tiny this like man. Five foot man yeah. walks out. Very funny. It's classic humor. Oh, it's a great big shadow. Quite a small man. Yes. yes. An ominous music kind of playing. Yes. <laughs> ominous organ music again. This is uh, Werner? Werner? Yes. Werner. I think, well, yeah, Ver- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Werner or Werner, depends on pronunciation. Uh, Klopek introduces themselves, shaking Ray's hand. 
His own is covered in blood. Yes. He shakes Ray's hand and it seems to be covered in blood. Yes. We cut to Arch, who is trying to break into the Klopek's basement <laughs> when he hears a growl and something large moving around in the basement. Yes. And I'm like, oh, is it like some Frankenstein monster? Is there a monster? That would be interesting. I'm like, mm. so we've had possible UFO, gateway to hell, or just a monster. Just Who a knows? Monster. Uh, Werner is a bit of a painter. The blood was actual, actually paint. Yes. Cool. Werner apologizes for, uh, but his work is quite solitary and it causes them to move around quite a lot. Yes. Bonnie tries to comfort Hans, but he flinches at her touch. <laughs> she, <laughs> such a funny scene. <laughs> she just like goes to like a nice comfort pat on the shoulder or something. And Hans is like, like ah! <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't make a noise, but he just like. That whole physical jerk and reaction. Yeah, and Bonnie's just like, oh, that must be so hard for you. And trying to lay a hand on his shoulder and he flinches. It's so good. And I love um, the whole part with Mark trying to figure out yes! the painting. The painting and gag is so funny. trying to figure out which way he's right side. Yeah, he's looking at one of the paintings and he's just like, no other way. Flips it over and he's like, wait, is it? <laughs> Mark brings up that Walter is missing. And Ray spills his tea, uh, accidentally burning himself. Yes. Mark straight up asks what's in the basement. (laughs) Ray runs for the bathroom, but opens the basement door by accident, releasing the large dog. It's like a Great Dane or a Great Dane dog, which leaps out of the window and chases Art out of the garden. (laughs) (laughs) This also sets off their full alarm system. Yes. So they have a full alarm system with sirens and and floodlights. Yeah, like abnormal. It's a full... (laughs) I gotta say, just going back to the painting thing, we don't know which way it goes up. (laughs) I love the fact that midway through a conversation or something like that doesn't doesn't work. He walks over and flips it the right way (laughs) Mark Mark decides which way it goes, puts it on like a mantle, and then Werner walks over and flips it the other way around and puts it back. And then you can kind of tell at that point, it's like a head down view of a surgery. Um, oh, yeah. I thought so. I thought it looked like an operation or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So the group excuses themselves. And basically, they all leave the house. Yes. And that night, Carol admits that the neighbors are weird. The entire group is arguing about whether or not the neighbors are serial killers, though. <laughs> Carol and Bonnie think not. They're like, they're weird, but that doesn't mean they're killers. Yeah. Like, just leave them alone. Let them they're be. Just hard. They're just people living yeah. their lives. But Art and Mark think definitely so. <laughs> uh, Ray, Ray sides with the ladies. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, I think you're right. You know, yeah. they're strange, but that's it. Yeah. I'll talk to the guys. You guys just, yeah, you uh, guys I'll, I'll on, deal with Mark and I'll Art. I'll go into the den and I'll set them straight. Yeah. Ray asks to talk to the guys alone. Um, that's right. And and Mark's just like, you know, oh, you know, why are you siding with your wife? Why not siding with the boys? You know, has your, has your wife got your balls in her purse or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and he goes, why don't you take your balls out of your wife's purse? And immediately, Tom Hanks, sorry, Ray immediately shoves his hand up his shorts and he's like, whoa, whoa, not literally. <laughs> Ray digs in his shorts to reveal to reveal Walter's wig, his toupee, yes. which he found in the Klopex house, yes. along with a whole lot of Walter's mail, like magazines, magazines and letters, letters and Walter's stuff like that. On them, yes. And my note here, Big Brain says maybe Walter asked them to collect the mail for him and feed his dog. Yes, and they just accidentally let the dog loose, but are still collecting his mail. Yep, which makes sense. Yeah, that's which, what a neighbor would do. Yeah, it's what a good neighbor would do. Yeah. 
Ray decides he's going to explore the Klopek house tomorrow after they leave for a meeting at the university, which was mentioned. The the Dr. Werner mentioned that they had yes, to... They might be moving again. They might be moving again, so he has to go have a meeting with the university. Yes. So the house is going to be empty tomorrow. Cut to the next morning as the Klopeks and their dog drive... Uh, and oh my god yeah no, they take the dog too they is... take the dog with them and all three of the Klopex leave yeah. as well and yes oh my god still no one has cleared up the trash on the road <laughs> they, yeah they drive through they drive way through the all the trash that, that got emptied onto the road and this must have been what a couple of days later yeah <laughs> it's so good everyone watches as they leave mission a go Ray walks Carol and his son to the car he's convinced them to go see her sister for the weekend or for the day or something like that? The, the, I think they're going to the lake house. Something with, like with her sister, yeah. With her sister and yeah. the, the cousins as well. Because I remember other, I remember his son saying, you know, he hates his cousins or something exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, convinced, he's convinced Carol that he'll be playing golf with Art. Yes. Who <laughs> then immediately rocks up in the fucking golf uniform. The most insane looking golf Yeah, <laughs> talking about how he's going to work on his drive <laughs> and... Just overselling in the line. Overselling to the max, like Jesus Christ. (laughs) We cut to Mark as he leaves his house, completely geared up to the nines. Like, he looks like he's about to go into a fucking war zone. Yes. (laughs) Ricky calls his friends to come round and watch the event unfold. (laughs) He's like, it's going to be a wild night, guys. Uh, Art is going to cut the power to the house. He climbs the pole. Mm. Um, they're going to start in the backyard, then head through to the basement. But yes. first, they need to get rid of the alarm system. Yes. Art cuts the power, but gets electrocuted in the process, <laughs> falling off the pole through the shed. <laughs> but it's okay. He's fine. He's fine. And I love the human-sized... Like, it's just silly and ridiculous. The, Is, the does shit. he leave a human-sized Yeah, it's got, like, the arms out. Oh, God. But it's, it's more rounded, like... Like if a giant gingerbread cookie man fell through. (laughs) (laughs) I had not noticed that imprint, but that's great. It's so funny. That's really, really good. Um, He's okay. He's just a little singed. Mm, Yeah. He's He's got the black on his face and the hair is kind of smoking and sticking up. Yeah. And his, his, what does he say? His fillings have got really hot. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, oh, my fillings are hot. Warm. Um, but it worked. The power to the Clopex house is off. Yes. Mark leaves to set up his com com stuff. He's going to be yes. their lookout. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ricky watches as Mark crawls out onto his roof. <laughs> Ray and Art start moving soil bags or something like that. I think they're creating like a little uh, ramp to, yeah, to, to get over the fence. Over the yeah. Mark is the lookout while the other two explore the house. <laughs> This is so stupid. Mark <laughs> is so excited to be on his little radio, and he's like, oh, he's, 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 he's like, like art, art is a go or something like that. Yeah, I think when he's talking about the radio, he's saying things like, I can pick up all the police stations and all this. He's just, he's got all this junk that he's never been able to use, and he's yeah. like, has he used to use it now? <laughs> yeah, and he's so excited. So, so excited. And he's using it as much as he can. Yeah. He's just talking to the little radio, and he's like, art is good to go over the fence, and then art gets over the fence, and he's like, good job good over job. Yeah. Ray is good to go over the fence he's just good job you're over the fence yeah. and you're just like thanks man thanks Mike great great job you're helping a lot <laughs> cut to many dug holes in the Clopex yard but nothing no bodies 
nothing. Mm. And it's clearly been a while. Ray is still digging, but um, <laughs> Art is just laying down, yeah. inspecting this particular grave, he says. <laughs> And he's just like, like they stand up and he's like, oh, this turned out to be a lot more work than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, they haven't found anything, so decide to head into the house into now. the basement, yes. yes. they're going to go check the house. They argue about whether, the, whether or not they should start in the basement or in the kitchen. I think Art wants to start in the kitchen because he's hungry. Yes. Yeah. He wants, to, he wants to nick some food. Yeah. <laughs> God. The door is locked and they try to jimmy it with a credit card. <laughs> I love this because he's just like, uh, Ray's like, do you have a credit card? And, and Art pulls out his wallet, which has been you know, melted and singed together. Yeah. <laughs> so Ray, it's such like quick gags as yeah. well. So Ray pulls out his credit card, slips it into the door lock, and it just snaps. <laughs> yeah. So he just smashes the glass. Yeah. And Ricky, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, then yeah, they, they, they just smash the glass and head inside. And he's just like, yeah. I think it's Art who's just like, have you ever heard of breaking and entering? Yeah. <laughs> this is the definition. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ricky introduces his friend um, who's come to watch the show to Mark. Yes. Um, the, yeah, at, at this point, you can tell Ricky's like, getting all of his friends over to his house to watch whatever may unfold. Yeah, whether or not they find a body or just make a fool of themselves. Yeah. Like, who knows? Yeah. Ray and Art head to the basement. There's many rats, but no bodies. More people arrive at Ricky's house to watch. It's a full-on party at this yes. point. Like, there's an entire group of teenagers now with mm. lawn chairs just watching. Yes. Ray and Art. Oh, yeah, and they keep talking about the pizza man. Yeah, it's like, well, pizza's on the way. One of his friends like comes over and is like hey we're gonna go get some food do you want some a quarter pounder and he's like oh no don't leave yet the best part's about to start plus i oh. called the pizza dude and they were just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh ray and art continue to explore they find an oversized furnace Mm. Which goes to five thousand degrees. Yes, which is a little, normal. A little toasty, although that is American degrees, so I'm not sure what that is in everywhere else. Was it is fi- it what was it? Five five thousand degrees is yeah. what they say. So, so was it Celsius or? Uh, it would be Fahrenheit. That would be Fahrenheit. Um, so in Celsius, that is. 2,760 degrees Celsius. Okay, so still a bit toasty. Yeah, so to, <laughs> it's it's a like a cremation. It's a cre- it's, it's a cremation it's cremation furnace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no yeah. It, it is for cremation. <laughs> they, they, yeah, it's for there's no other reason to have this. It's for cremation. It's for cremation. <laughs> they check the wiring and Art turns it on and it immediately starts spitting fire out the front yes. front grate thing. So this is what the flashing was that they kept seeing yeah. and also what the noise, the noise was, was. Yes, because it takes up so much power that it like rattles the pipes and everything yes. like that. So we have an explanation now. Yay! But no misdoings, no, no bodies. Yeah, nothing. it's just a, an unusual item to have in your basement. Yes. Ricky and Mark hear the noise and see the flashes and everything like that. Mark falls off his roof, <laughs> accidentally shooting his gun, setting off a car alarm in the background. <laughs> I think it's because he hears the noise and doesn't he like run to try and help or something like that and just slips off his roof. I think I think he goes to get his radio or something. Oh, possibly. And then the gun slides down and he goes to chase the gun. And, and then the, oh, the that's roof. when Ricky like yells out to him and he, he like slips and falls off the roof and he's and like the gun are goes you alright? 
Yeah, the gun goes off and shoots out a car window. <laughs> Which then you can just hear in the background going, <laughs> and then Ricky's like, are you, Ricky okay? are you okay? Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> was this when Ray was, was this when um, Mark was eating animal crackers or was that a, is that a bit later? I think that might be a little bit later. I think it might be a little he's later. He's just having a little moment to himself where he's just eating animal crackers. <laughs> yeah, it's he's just like funny. sitting on the roof eating it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's crashed to the floor, but he's okay. Ray digs in the loose dirt of the basement because he's found some ashes on the floor yes. and he comes to the conclusion that they burnt the body and then buried the bones. Buried the bones, yes. But if cremation things work so it gets rid of everything, it just takes a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I think is that's why the furnace is so hot, because it, it takes a while to burn down... To burn down the, the bones, yeah. The flesh and stuff probably doesn't take very long. No, probably not. But to get rid of the bones, it takes a long yeah. time. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear it takes a couple of hours or something like that, too. Yeah, it's a while. Even at 5,000 degrees or, or whatever it yeah. is, like, it takes a while. Like, every now and then, I mean, it's kind of morbid, but... In a kind of cool way for me. <laughs> like, every now and then, like, if you drive by, like, a funeral home or, or something like that, you'll see, like, a little chimney smoke right. coming out of it. And, and yeah. It's someone being cremated. Someone. And that'll take a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, Ricky is having a full-on party. Uh, and it because it turns out that Art turned off power to the whole street. Yep. <laughs> the, when the he whole, cut the whole neighborhood. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, this wire leads to the Clopexes." Snip, and then obviously electrocuted himself. But it turns out he just turned up, turned up, turned off power for the entire street. <laughs> so they're sitting by candlelight, <laughs> which is quite, it's so funny. We see the Clopexes arriving home. In their beat-up car. Beat up car yeah. they, they roll on up the street. They see the lights on in their basement. Yes. So they turn off their headlights and and the immediately reverse. back yes. out of the street. Yes. And you're like, oh, are they trying to make a getaway? Ooh, interesting. And some facial expressions, too, that you're like, oh, maybe there's something to this. Yeah, they look concerned. Yes. They look concerned worried. Concerned is a good... Well, I guess if you knew that you weren't home and no one else was home and you saw lights in the basement... It could be... Yeah, you're like intruder. Yeah, intruder. But but I feel like the facial expressions are a little more extreme than... A little more sinister. Yeah. Like, it's it's oh, sinister concern. We've been out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ray has dug quite a way down now. We're, we're a couple of feet down. He's about to give up when he hits something hard, mm. which I think he assumes is a bone or something like yes. that. They radio it into Mark who spots a car returning home. Mm. And I was like, oh, is it Carol? Has Carol come home early or something like that? It's not. Um, (laughs) Ricky investigates the car that's just arrived, and Mark stares in awe as a couple of people get out of the car, followed by Walter. Yes. With a little Zimmer frame. (laughs) Art comes out of the house, and Ricky points points out that Walter is back. (laughs) Mark radios to Ray... But the ray, but the radio is currently buried under Under sludge (laughs) because Ray is still digging. Yes, the Clopex return to the street with a cop car in tow. (laughs) They're like, "There's an intruder in our house," and they went and got the police. Yes, as you would do. (laughs) Yeah. So at this point, you're just like, "Oh, the Clopex are just innocent, aren't they?" Yeah. Oh no, just. Just some people trying to live their life. Yeah, and these awful, awful neighbours have just broken into the house and fucked up their shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, Ricky tries to slow them down. He like he jumps in front of the Clopex's car and they just drive around him. So he just yeets himself onto the bonnet of the cop car. And he's just like, there's strangers in my house eating my food. <laughs> That's how he's distracting the police. 
<laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Oh, I love it, though. So good. Ray continues to dig, but realizes that he's hit a gas line. <laughs> That's what that heart thing was. It wasn't a bone. It was a it's fucking a gas, gas pipe. <laughs> oh, Art runs for his life from the house as it explodes twice. Yes, yeah, there's two explosions. It explodes and, like, the full four, uh, first floor gets blown out. And then there's, like, a couple of seconds pause. And then the top half of the house goes as well. Shooting the... Uh the lightning rod. Oh, yes, off, it does. And it lands straight into the hood of the uh, of the police, police car, car, right? Yeah. And they're all just standing right there, too. And everyone's just like, whoa. <laughs> and that's right. All of Ricky's friends are like, whoa, yeah. yeah! <laughs> this was a great show. Because <laughs> throughout, throughout the night, they were getting sort of restless. Yeah. They were just like, oh, man. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Maybe I should go. And it's like, no, 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 the best part's coming, man. And then the entire house fucking explodes <laughs> everyone in the neighborhood stares at the burning rubble as the house completely collapses art laments that ray didn't make it out bonnie spots something moving in the house it's ray he emerges only slightly burnt i think like his his pants are all like ripped up and Shredded part of his shot. hair is singed yeah, and he's got He's got, like, a little bald spot on the side of his head. Yeah, and, like, his eye is swollen a bit. He's clearly hit his head on something or or something like that. He's burnt, bruised, and slightly singed. My favorite part of the movie is the scene where he's walking out of the house, and he's going down the steps, Mm. and he gets to the first step and just... All the way down all the steps, but stays on his two feet. <laughs> and just keeps walking. And just keeps walking. That's my favorite part. Such he sh- a good he sh- physical comedy. It's, oh my god, the physical comedy in this movie is <laughs> fucking on point. It's so good. He shimmies slowly to the end of the house, sort of, what's it called? The, like, pathway? Uh, sidewalk is what we call it. Oh, uh, leading up to the house? Oh, oh. Walkway? Walkway? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what you call it. That little path that leads to the front of the house. Yeah. Yeah, he walks down that to the to the sidewalk. Yes. Um, just as the final parts of a foundation give way, and the entire house <laughs> just implodes. <laughs> it just falls in on itself. Yep, no more house. And he, at this point, I was like, oh, the poor Klopek. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just lost everything they own. <laughs> yeah, these nosy neighbors have literally destroyed their lives. Yeah. Carol arrives home to the commotion. <laughs> She's just driving in and she's like, oh, what the hell is this? She's trying to get home. The Klopex's house is being seen to by police and firefighters. She makes her way through the crowd to find Ray. <laughs> oh, honey, what what did that... Oh, honey, what have they done to you? You cut your hair. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Complete shock. <laughs> yeah, shock and avoidance. Yeah. His wife said, leave it alone, and he didn't. And he knows he's in trouble. Yes. <laughs> Art talks to a detective, and we learn that Walter was having heart palpitations and called his son-in-law and their partner to help him. Yes. So they took him to the hospital, and he's been in the hospital for a couple of days recovering. Yeah. Which explains the chair tipped over and the TV still being on. Yeah, yeah, explains why all that was there and why he's been missing for a couple of days. Dr. Doctor Werner Klopek was picking up Walter's mail for him, mm. accidentally picking up the wig in the process yes. because because he put it through, through the, the mailbox. Mail <laughs> 
Exactly. And I was like, that's very clever writing. Yes. That's very, very clever. <laughs> Ray is given a hard time by a different detective listening to the, all the things he could be charged with. It's like breaking and entering, destruction of property, harassment. <laughs> and the list just goes on and on and on. And the guy swears he got a ransom note from you saying that you had his, his dog. dog. <laughs> And I love this. It's so, so funny. Oh, because it's such a good circular thing. They took the... Yeah. He wrote the note. He slipped it in through Walter's letterbox, which, of course, then ended up in the Kopex house because they were picking up Walter's mail, which then Uncle Reuben saw and thought it was a threat because he saw... Oh, it's... Yeah. Oh, it's... It's really, really good writing. It is. It is. Putting these... You know, seeding your jokes early. Yeah, yeah. So they can come back later and be like, oh, that's what that does. (laughs) So good. Ray just turns to his wife and compliments her hair again. (laughs) She's like, I really like your hair. Yeah. After the detective's just rattled off all the things he could be charged with, and he just turns to Karen and he's like... I really do like it. It's, it's a nice I think the, the detective's like, are you even listening to me? <laughs> and instead of answering, he just looks at Carol. I really like what you've done with you. <laughs> I think he's sucking up to He's more afraid of his wife than he is of the detective. Yeah. And she just like, acceptingly smiles. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, thanks, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Art is still convinced that they're killers. And Ray yells at him and blames him for what's, what's happened. Yeah. Again, glorious... Freak Tom out. Hanks angry freak out scene. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Ray concludes that they're they're in fact the lunatics. Yes. This entire monologue is brilliant. It's so good. It's just like, we're so convinced that, that they're the maniacs, but it's us! It's us! Oh, we are the lunatics! <laughs> Look what we did! <laughs> We blew up the house. We broke in. We, we cut the power lines. We cut the power. <laughs> we are the crazy people. Yeah. So <gasps> oh yeah, they are the lunatics, not the Clopex. Ray jumps at Art before. Lo- <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like something like Art, Art just fully. He's just like, you know, you. we are the lunatics. And Art's response is just like, so what? You want me to move? Yeah. <laughs> and Ray just like flies at him, ready to punch him in the face. That, that's, that's, that's Art. He just somehow always knows the wrong thing to say at the right time. I know. It's so, so funny, though. Oh, my God. It's crack up. So what are you saying? You want, you want me, me to move? move? <laughs> And Ray goes to attack him and the fight is broken up. So he he throws the the, the gurney into the ambulance and then just yeets himself into the into the gurney. To be ready to be taken it's away. Just, I'm done with this. I want to go. It's, 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 the gurney's in the street first, right? And yeah. he just lays into it and he's just like, okay, I'm ready. You can take me to hospital now. I'm injured. Help me. And he, he gives like no time for anyone to react. He just, <laughs> and like, just this isn't happening fast enough. <laughs> so he just picks up the gurney, chucks it into the ambulance and then lays back in it. And Carol just kind of goes along with it. This is my favorite moment in the movie, I think. <laughs> Ray face down in the gurney and Carol defeated defeated completely and she's just like you okay? and he's like I'm fine Carol (laughs) and she's just like okay I'll find out which hospital they're taken to and I'll see you later and he's like okay Okay. (laughs) and then she just closes the ambulance door for him 
It's so, so funny. Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off at this. Because this entire freak out and then just that, I'm fine, honey. I'm fine, girl. Ruben walks over to Ricky and yells at him to get off his property. Meanwhile, Dr. Werner goes to talk to Ray, who says who says sorry again and promises that when he gets out of jail, he'll help him rebuild his house. <laughs> I've got the tools to do it. <laughs> yeah, the tools. That's right. I just got a brand new set of tools. I can help you rebuild. I can do it. <laughs> Werner says that Ray does not fool him. Yes. He assumes that Ray must have looked in the furnace. Yeah, yeah, and I was yes. like, oh yeah, they didn't look in the furnace. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Werner is um, 100% convinced that they must have, and now they must die. And I was like, oh, so they are oh, serial so killers. Are. The twist of the twist. <laughs> That's right. Because he's just like, you must have seen one of the skulls. And I was just like, oh, they are killers. And he says something like, I let you keep the femur, but I want my skull back. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, he says that the skull they found, which obviously they didn't find, was one of Ray's neighbours, the people who used to own that house. Yes. The, the Klopex killed them and then moved in. Yes. Basically. Basically, yep. Turns out the Klopex killed the last owners of the house and then he, Dr. Werner pulls out a needle. Hmm. We see Hans is now driving the ambulance. <laughs> they drive the ambulance away as Werner and Ray fight. Yes. Um, Dr. Werner trying to stab Ray with a needle. With a needle. Um, Hans is not good at driving. Well, uh, Ray keeps going for him. Oh, does he? That's yeah. I was wondering because because he keeps like grabbing him and pulling him off the wheel and like trying to shield. Sorry, use Hans to mm. shield him from from Werner. from Werner. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so that, that makes that's more sense. How the crazy? I thought he was just really bad at driving. <laughs> And I was like, dude, how are you this bad? No, Ray's just freaking out trying to save his life and pull on the wheel and, and everything. But luckily, <laughs> the day is saved thanks to the pizza dude! Yeah! <laughs> the pizza's here! Ricky's pizza dude has finally turned up, and this causes Hans to crash the ambulance. Ray and Werner slide out on the gurney. <laughs> Together. So the ambulance fully crashes into one of the houses. The back the doors the back doors to the ambulance open. And the gurney slides out with both of them on it, still trying to stab each other. <laughs> They're still fighting as everyone watches, bumping into the Clopex car as they roll out, which pops the boot open because it's old and it's an old and rickety as fuck car. Yes. <laughs> Ray announces citizens arrest. Yeah. Citizens arrest! Citizens arrest! <laughs> the way he does it is like, so good. <laughs> citizens arrest! I am an a citizen's arrest! <laughs> No one believes him. They're just like, leave that poor man alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Until Ricky lifts up a cloth in the Klopex boot, <laughs> revealing several skeletons inside. <laughs> um, Mark captures Hans as well. Yes. Hans yeah. is trying to escape and Mark just tackles him on the lawn. He's like, where are you going? He like slips. I love how it happens because like... Hans slips and he's kind of not quite off his feet yet and Mark slides into him and Hans lands on top of him. It's so funny. It's so slapstick. Yes. It's really, really good. Oh. We then cut to Art having doing an interview for the news. Oh, just just was I think just before that, yeah. Uh someone's like, Oh no no no. 
Never mind, you're right. Yeah, I think it's near the end of the movie. Never mind. Okay, sure. You'll yell it out when we're at it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, we're nearly at the end anyway. Yeah. Uh, Art does an interview for the news. <laughs> I think the message to psychos, fanatics, murderers, and nutcases all over the world is not to mess with suburbanites, because <laughs> we're just not going to take it anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest thing to say. It's so bad. Oh my god. He's just should never be the voice of any operation. No, he should never be interviewed for anything. My god. Ray walks the street and meets with Carol. He finally agrees to go up to the lake to get away from everything. Yes. Art runs over to join them, but Ray confirms they're going on vacation. Yes, and this is when he this is the part I think I was thinking about. And that's where Ray tells him, <laughs> he's like, your wife's home and there's a car in your house. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yes. Mark and Bonnie um, call out to say that Art's wife is home. Oh, and his house is on fire. <laughs> and, and Art's reaction is, my wife is home. <laughs> that's right. Your house is on fire and your wife's home. My wife? <laughs> <laughs> because the ambulance crashed through Art's house, it yes. turns out, and made it catch a light. Oh, my God. Ray asks uh, Ricky to keep an eye on the neighborhood while they're away. Yes. Uh, they walk back to their house as Ricky turns to the camera and says, God, I love this street. And credits. <laughs> he walks off into the crowd. The camera zooms out and up in, and up in a reverse of the opening shot, all the way back up to space. <laughs> and our final shots are of the cast members with their names popping up, like yes. Tom Hanks and yes. Carrie Fisher and everything like that. And then the credits roll. Yes. That ends this movie. The Burbs, 1989. Classic. My God, what a wild and fun <laughs> ride this movie is. <laughs> so, give me your rundown for this movie, Sean. What do you think of this movie as I far as like the dialogue, script, etc.? love this movie. I watch it at least once a year. Um because it's it's just fun it's just a fun don't have to think of it's one of those movies that you put on like on a late afternoon when you you want to watch something that you can snooze to <laughs> yeah it's a comfort movie it's a like, comfort movie it's yeah. not one you really have to activate your brain for no. but it's got just enough it's, there that it's not like mindless at all it's like, like a live action looney tunes cartoon yeah yeah you 100 absolutely out of every orifice it's amazing <laughs> the, the physical comedy in this movie is really really funny yeah the tools being thrown over the fence and the fucking falling through the porch and <laughs> And like uh, like you said earlier, just the setups, like they'll put something in the beginning and you're like, that's weird. And then it's a punchline later. And it's yeah, it acts perfect. as a punchline later and you're yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. that's that's good. Genius. That's very good. Genius. <laughs> and I, I actually think, and I need to go back, but the tool that they throw over the fence that hits art mm. is an ice pick, which is the ice pick from the from story. From the story that he talks yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, with the ice cream man. So there, there's, it's just chock full of those little small details that... It's that are just like, there for comical yeah, effect. Like it's it, like like the fact that you know the serial ice cream killer man lived on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah I'm that's, like, Oh, that's nice. All those little things and like the good, the bad, and the ugly homage with the eyes and then Queenie's eyes. And that's <laughs> very funny. And the cast is phenomenal. Yeah. Everyone does such a good job it's, here. It's good. It's like I don't know. It's just one of those well-written, crafted '80s 
classic movies. Yeah, it's, it's like got like everything. A, like like we said a bit <laughs> earlier, like this is in Tom Hanks like phase. The the whole Tom Hanks entire character reminded me so much of the work he did in in Money Pit, Money Pit which is um, about the same sort of time. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe. Before, maybe a little it's sometime in the 80s sometime in the 80s I 80s era Hanks is just gold it's just it's, he did some really really good comedy in that yeah, time and yeah. just, I'm adding this one to the list because it's, it's just so funny so good so for your personal enjoyment rating 1 being awful 10 being amazing where do you scale this for yourself now I'll probably hear a little bit about this from Dylan <laughs> I don't know if Dylan's seen this movie. I'm going to go 8 out of 10 because I love it so much. But, I mean, it's a childhood movie. So, like... I'm, I'm with you. I, yeah. I gave it an eight, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 as well, yeah. I was like, this is fun. It's a fun, hilarious... And as stupid and silly as it is, it's actually smart, too. Right? Yeah, it's, it's it's stupid humor exactly. cleverly put together. Yes, yes. And it, it really is. It's just an en- it's an enjoyable watch. It's just you sit there and you you just have a good time. Yeah, and and it's not overly scary either. So like you could watch it with kids. Like yeah, you, yeah, I can it's imagine a family watching movie. This as kids. It's 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 any time of the day movie. It's about as scary as the nineties Adam Adams Family movie. Yeah, yeah. It's about that sort of level it, of scary. Yeah, like there you, might like, you see a skeleton age, and that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Apart from that, it's just insinuated creepy. Yeah, and the rest is all just like cartoon level violence, or uh, I wouldn't even say violence, just cartoon just, yeah, level just slapstick. Slapstick, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it was a great time. I thank you for bringing this movie to my attention. I'd not even heard of this movie before. Oh, oh I, it's it's one of my favorites, but I, I don't think it did very well either. It, it might. Oh, really? I can't remember. Well, horror never does well, does it? Yeah. It's like, always sort of undercut. I feel and like underappreciated. I feel like yeah, it was an underappreciated movie. But I, I, I know I saw it as a kid, and then I found it. Um, I don't know. I want to say, actually, yeah, it was when it was around the time I. So maybe just not too long ago, two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Mm. I was uh, living in Wellington, and um, I mean. We we brought a DVD player with us, which we didn't realize at the time that there were different international codes. Right. But uh, we went. We lived right on uh, down the street from a um, what are they called? Oh, like a video rental store. Yeah. Like a Civic Video. Civic Video. Mm. It was a Civic Video. The blue and yellow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Civic. Yeah. Or was Civic? It doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm even old for New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we we would go and rent movies, and, mm. and um, it was in Burrampore, uh or just yeah, just past Newtown. And we didn't. Uh, th- there wasn't a big selection when we went because it was like the dwindling down of the Civic videos. Yeah, and yeah. We, we picked up a bunch of random '80s movies and we just watched them. But we watched this one, and I just connected with it. And it's like it's definitely in my top ten of favorite movies. I don't know why, but. Oh no! It's hilarious. It's well, I do know why. So, so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we like to give credit where credit's due. So, is a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? Oh, Tom Hanks, hands down. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, I mean the, those freakout scenes had me fucking laughing my ass off. Right, scrunching beer cans in frustration. <laughs> Like, doesn't know what else to do, so just scrunches beer cans and goes, is that better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he makes so many, like, good choices as an actor. And you said the, the thing with the throwing oh, the, yes, the, gurney the gurney to the ambulance. Completely improv apparently. Oh, my God, that's so funny, though. <laughs> 
so so good throwing the gurney into the into the ambulance and then just putting himself to bed in it you can kind of see like the frustration and then like he kind of gets the idea while he's laying on the gurney and then he just gets up and does it and it just it's perfect it works it's comedy gold it really really is I highly recommend this movie yeah I had to give it to Tom Hanks as well Um, Ray obviously just because of the freakout scenes like the two together that chemistry is Mm. it was just such a good the scenes with him and Carrie Fisher were some of the funniest yeah yeah him and him and Carol Ray and Carol were just so so funny you know Carrie um Carrie Fisher Carol as the sort of straight man to Tom Hanks's ravings yeah (laughs) that's that's a good one perfect yeah it's just oh it was so much fun and, and yeah, like I'm trying to think, all the acting was really good. There wasn't like any like their acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them were a bit more caricature than others, right? But that completely fits with what the film is going for. Exactly. Yeah, like it's tongue in cheek, making fun of itself throughout the movie, even with the for- breaking the fourth wall at the end. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I love this street. <laughs> yeah, or street. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> Love so it. thank you so much for bringing this movie to my attention. Thank you so much for coming and talking to me about this movie. Of course, yeah. I'm just I'm just thrilled you liked the movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Would have sucked if you brought a childhood movie and I was like, oh, it's a two. It's yeah. fucking awful. This would have been a really different podcast if you didn't like the movie. I've just spent the entire time shitting on the movie. Well, I hope you come back for another episode at some point. Definitely. That would be so much fun. Let me know. Otherwise, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com, and or following us on Twitter at cherrypophorror. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite.